Hi, I'm Bronte Coy and this is the latest from the newsroom. It's Thursday the 30th of April. South Australian health officials have praised residents for playing their part in controlling the coronavirus pandemic. With South Australia now reporting no new infections for a whole week, Chief Public Health Officer Nicholas Spurrier says the state is in a good place. But she says that's a testament to the efforts of everyone, from health officials and workers to people coming forward to be tested and to those who followed the restrictions, including social distancing. The state has only 14 active cases remaining and one of two men in intensive care for some time has recovered enough to be moved to a general hospital ward. So far, South Australia has had 438 confirmed COVID-19 infections, but 96% are now considered recovered. There are still no cases among the 699 Australians repatriated from India last week, though they remain in quarantine at two Adelaide hotels. Meanwhile, experts say it is possible that Australia won't experience the same second coming of the virus that Singapore experienced after it too was the envy of the world for its handling of the pandemic. The Morrison government's Deputy Chief Medical Officer Nick Coatesworth told ABC News Breakfast that there is concern about a second wave, but it won't definitely arrive. Infection rates have grown overseas after strict lockdown measures were lifted, with Germany the latest example after easing rules last week. To sport, and NRL stars are reportedly planning to boycott a return to training on Monday in solidarity with the New Zealand-based Warriors. The players are considering the decision because there's no new pay deal yet finalised between them and the NRL, even though they were promised that would be delivered earlier this week. Nine reports the NRL has now told the players a revised pay structure won't be given to them until next week because of commercial complexities involving negotiations with TV partners Nine and Foxtel after a broadcast deal was reached for a 20-round season. The uncertainty around pay caused Warriors players to question their next move. The NRL has applied for a special government exemption, which is yet to be officially granted, for the Kiwi side to fly into Australia, where they would then spend two weeks in quarantine. And in other sport news, Eddie Maguire has bluntly slammed suggestions the AFL is considering enforcing isolation hubs for players during the coronavirus epidemic. The AFL, and I've got this underlined and an asterisk next to it, want to show social leadership. So they don't want to be out like the NRL, spruiking different ideas and we're going to do this, we're going to do that. We're going to be model citizens. This is the adults table this time. We're not talking about football. We are in the middle of a pandemic. It could cost the AFL more than $200,000 a day if isolation hubs are utilised. Anyway, we'll take a break. Hey, I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthy-ish, where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component of that. I I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthy-ish and Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts. Finishing up with some nice royal news, Meghan Markle has offered some words of encouragement to a SmartWorks client before her upcoming job interview. Since 2019, Meghan's been a patron of the charity, which helps underprivileged women get jobs, it offers coaching tips and provides professional clothes for job interviews. This week, the Duchess of Sussex took time out from her day to video call one of SmartWorks' clients from her new home in LA and speak to her about taking the next steps in her career. Here's a bit of their chat. I know everyone everyone here is so excited. So when I was reading about you know what your interest are and especially you have a big focus in mental health as well right yeah yeah psychology and yeah I think that's excellent I think you're going to be fantastic oh, it's just thank so you so exciting. much that means so much to me of course I just wanted to be able to call in and tell you best of luck and my fingers are crossed for you but oh, I know that thank you so much yeah, absolutely it's really you know there's so much going on in the world right now yeah. and just to, 
to be such a, a beacon of hope and focusing on on getting through it and all the positivity yeah. that you just want to send your way to make sure that you can get on the other side of this too and have such a great opportunity there. That's it from the newsroom. And if you want the day's coronavirus updates in one place, head to news.com.au and subscribe to our daily newsletter for all the information you need. I'll be back tomorrow morning. Are you ready to get an inside look at crime from someone who has investigated some of Australia's worst crimes? It was like Aladdin's cave. The luminol found bloodied footprints and bloodied handprints on a wall. So it's yeah. just like a horror movie. Former homicide detective Gary Jubilant sits down with cops, crims, addicts, victims, small-time cheats, and big-town lawyers as they tell their incredible stories. My house got raided. Next thing you know, I got bail refused. Next thing you know, I'm on a truck yeah. to Parkley Prison. Listen to I catch killers early and ad free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.